Hey everyone, welcome to Astrophysics Podcast. This is Rohit Agarwal, your host for the podcast. And today we have with us Miss Ansi, Anna, John, and our science communicator Aman Mohan. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi guys. Hello. So uh, this is basically our podcast episode in which we have invited guests for our World Space Week. which has been uh, for this year the topic for world is world space week has been women in space and we have a woman who is a phd student from st andrews scotland beautiful researcher so anything anything about you ma'am sorry shall i start yeah okay Hello, uh, I am Ansia Najoon. Uh, I am a second year PhD student from the University of St Andrews, as Rohit said. So uh, I work on exoplanets. My work mainly focuses on uh, exoplanet science, where we are looking for Earth-like exoplanets around Sun-like stars, basically. So we are looking for whether we have some twins, um, Earth twins, and whether we can find some. basically that's uh it won't extend to my research um that i'm supporting the whole human race to find earth twins and to find um whether whether there are more life uh, rather than in earth so i'll be a part of the whole science community trying to find whether there are there are more intelligent life basically okay that's beautiful and we'd love to know more about your research as we go through this episode but before that i think let us do a basic research of what this world space week is like you're a team of space enthusiasts and we like to research right so we'll do a little bit of research on what world space week is how it's been celebrated and many many other things which aman will help us go through sure so let's start with what is world space space week right world space week is actually an international celebration of science and technology and their contribution to the betterment of human condition and the un actually declared in 1999 that the world space week will be held every year from now on october 4th to 10th right so why these days why october 4th till 10th why just six days so october 4th was actually the launch of the first human made earth satellite which was sputnik 1 and uh, which was a huge step for mankind and october 10th was actually a treaty was signed and this treaty is actually the principles governing the activities of states in exploration and peaceful use of outer space including the moon and other celestial bodies so this is the significance of these dates chosen for world space week and uh, let's go like how it is celebrated and where to celebrate it. it's not a celebration like what we have just in india or just in america no this is actually celebrated worldwide okay and how is let's see how it is celebrated right and the world space space week consists of space education and outreach events held by space agencies aerospace companies schools planetariums museums and astronomy clubs around the world right just like what we are doing now and uh, these synchronized space events attract great public and media attention okay and uh, yeah they've had a total audience of over 2 crore attendees in 2007 you know so 
Yeah, and World Space Week is actually coordinated by the UN with the support of World Space Week Association. Uh, short, for, short form for it is WSWA. And this leads a global team of national coordinators who promote the celebration of World Space Week within their own countries. So, like, why? What is the reason? Why do we need a World Space Week? What are the goals of World Space Week? Uh, it actually provides uh, unique leverage in space outreach and education. That's the main goal, outreach and education. Uh, it educates people all, all around the world about the benefits that they receive from space and encourage greater use of space for sustainable and econ economic development. And it also demonstrates uh, you know, public support for space programs. It most importantly it excites young minds, young people like us about science, technology, engineering and math. And yeah, it also fosters international cooperation in space outreach and education. Yeah, so this is all about World Space Week. Now, what is the agenda for this year's World Space Week? It is actually, as you know, women in space, right? So, Ansi, uh, you know, obviously have women inspiration in your life too. Why don't you tell us about that? Ansi, you're on mute. Sorry. I think a World Space Week is relevant in a sense, like um, I, I truly believe that women need to be celebrated. So, and also uh, since it's a, it's a time where women just uh, need to get acknowledged for what they are doing. So, and it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not like kind of relevant, it's absolutely relevant for uh, women to be celebrated for what they what they are doing, not only in space or uh, space science, or I think they should be celebrated for everything they are doing. So I, I'm actually uh, like to be called as a feminist. It's all right. I'm a feminist. <laughs> if you want to, uh, to uh, like call me like a feminist, it's it's all right. So women in space. Um, previously, women were not given that much chance or were not given that much importance in studies. So these days, things have been changed and we need to acknowledge that, like as I said previously, uh, this is a mean for um, acknowledging their, their deeds and how they are improving or how uh, they can equally contribute towards the science like they do in any other fields. So I think it's really important to have a real uh, space week, like we have a doctor's day or a world music day or anything like that. It's really important to have a world space day or world space week. And it's so relevant. Indeed, it's relevant uh, for the moment. And like, as we said, as you said, like, you know, it's been an urgent need for these outreach programs and space education, not just in India, but around the globe. So I'm, I'm really delighted because, you know, uh, this is agenda is women in space. And uh, it, it, it was not just from now, like, uh, I, I, I truly believe that women it was so underrated uh, or I'd say that underranked uh, in terms of space, like they have huge contributions. So yeah, it was, it was a time, it's high time that we encourage this work of women. 
so uh, like as you mentioned before uh, that you uh, already women are very important so who are the women which you feel like was inspiring agents in your life uh, like i have two women in my mind so one uh, would be obviously uh, kalpana chawla i i hope uh, most of my contemporary uh, women women in space has same like idol in her their mind like obviously he, it's kalpana chawla so uh, the most cherished memory of kalpana chawla i have is uh, it's when i was in third grade it's in 2003 i guess so uh, it was the day when i saw the news when uh, like of the columbus uh, tragedy columbia tra- tragedy when I, i remember when i was coming back from church i saw the newspaper and i saw the tragic news in front of the newspaper so i was asking my mom who's that what's happening so she she's the one who told me that she is kalpana chola she's a uh, she's a first uh, indian american uh, astronaut um, and uh, like she told my the whole story and i, I was as an young child um it was um, heartbreaking for me and also i wanted I, that was the first time i heard about space like going to space astro astronauts uh, astronomy like all all those things so that actually created a spark in my mind and um i'm not saying that i started exploring space or astronomy from that point it's not like that it it had really made a spark in my mind so i had that in my mind like i had like i i think that's my i started realize, realizing that in due course so during my high schools um i like the outreach that you are doing today i had happened to meet um like a group of people who are doing similar outreach in my school so um like those events the solar eclipse events the uh, astro organizational events that happened in my schools also ignited like the spark more like it was actually adding fuel to my dreams so uh, then i got a book uh, i like it's like endeavors i i i happened to get that book from from nowhere i don't know from where i got that book so from that book i got an idea like astrophysics astronomy and there is uh, from that book i got to know that there is a particular field for that like you can actually uh move to that field you can take a make a profession of out of it so like making your passion to a profession that was actually a, a good turning point so i started uh, whenever i was asked in schools and high schools in colleges also whom like what's your ambition what do you want to be then i i always said astrophysicist and i always got questions in return what is that so <laughs> that i and i i remember in my first year of college when i asked this question i said astrophysicist and i i i'm i'm sure that i will be getting back that question what is that so simply i i said that i wanted to be a teacher so that i won't get the questions back but from second year onwards i was like no i'm not going to do that anymore so i said astrophysicist okay i i was willing to uh, explain what what that means and from third year um we organized an astro club we organized 
like we took initiative for doing astro clubs stargazing events and all those things and i i thought like it's not of, of ignorance um like it's it's okay that people don't know that but we have to try to establish what uh, what is interesting so we took effort on that so kalpana chawla made me <laughs> like has helped me a lot to have that spark in my mind and i um i think that's really important i think you guys can do a lot uh, using your outreach uh, facilities to create sparks in young minds that is really important and the second woman i have in mind is jocelyn belbanel i don't know uh, how many of you know her she is the founder of radio pulses and she founded uh, radio pulses accidentally in 1967 i guess while she was doing her phd uh, like she was actually looking for quasars um, and she was getting observations for that and accidentally she got some a really interesting signals and that was pulses and she published that paper and uh unfortunately her thesis supervisor was the first author was of that paper and 10 years later he got the nobel prize for that discovery but jocelyn belbonel she is an extraordinary scientist she never blamed um like she there was there were a lot of criticism while that nobel prize was announced because she was the one who deserved the nobel prize but her supervisor got that so he never regretted that but she never blamed him he was she was like uh, maybe it's not a right thing to give a phd student a nobel prize maybe it, it would be demeaning the nobel prize uh, like she from that point itself she was working hard to establish establish the uh, like the women empowerment and how women can do in science how women can stand in front of everyone else because uh, at at the start she was kicked out from a university because of she was a woman so she then got an admission in university of cambridge she did her phd from there and she inspires a lot of young minds now also she uh, i believe she uh, is running a fellowship uh, she's giving a fund to young uh, girls to do research and she has a belbonel fund if i remember correctly i think i have also applied for it but it's so competitive to get into she is she is really really amazing and i happened to um have a like uh, hear her conversation last year uh, where she was talking about the imposter syndrome and several uh, crisis people Uh, or any anyone not even not only women anyone can go through in the phd journey and the whole research journey yeah these are two women that inspired and like always inspiring me throughout my journey indeed like women are always inspiring and not just in terms of space like in every sector i all always uh, feel like like women are the most inspiring age because you know despite of all of these difficulties and you know this there is this way of doing everything like uh, everyone has their own way but the beauty that expressed uh, the beauty in the work that is expressed by a woman especially so that i haven't seen before i'd say so yeah uh, we we talked about your inspiration uh, now we'd like to know about your research like you mentioned a little bit about your research in your introduction but yeah that was not well off with it 
Okay. Need no more. <laughs> okay, that's really interesting. Uh, like I work on exoplanets, as I said before. Um, I work with Professor Andrew Collier Cameron, and he is a well-renowned scientist, and he's a co-principal investigator of KOPS mission, Harps North, and several such um, like missions. And we work on um, finding exoplanets, especially Earth-like exoplanets around sun-like stars. So uh, my current project actually involves uh, separating uh, the stellar activity signals. I think that would be more scientific if I say uh, it that way. Like, let, let's say it simply. Like the signals we get from uh, sun or any star, um, we will be looking for the imprints of planets in their radial velocity signals. So the signals will be contaminated by stellar activity, whether there are star sports or any for active stars, like where stars are having more magnetic activity, this um, prominences uh, like coronal mass ejection, sunspots, there, are, there, there can be a lot of uh, activity, activities going on in stars. So the uh, activities can um, mimic real planet signals. So scientists would or, or researchers will get misleaded by the signals which are not real planet signals, but are activity induced signals. So we are currently trying to mitigate the effects of these activity signals and to get the real planet signals from the radial velocity data. So my current project focuses on that. And um, as a whole, we are looking for uh, Earth-like exoplanets and trying to characterize them according to their mass radius and whether they are habitable or things like that. Okay, so uh, that was quite interesting. Like I'd say uh, your research is a bit different and is a bit unique. So I really envy that like I, if in future I'd be a researcher, uh, if in case like I'd obviously love to do research on this topic. Like it's fascinating. Yeah, that's so uh, cool. So now the thing being, uh, like it's like these, uh, you know, this uh, empowerment in the space sector has already been initiated because, you know, there was a space race in 90s, which initiated this new space era. And now mm -hmm. these dreams of billionaires today to go to Mars, to set up industries in space, to empower space travel. Uh, everyone is, you know, everyone is fascinated by this. But I believe like, you know, astronomy and astrophysics has been a term which is now to very research-based it's more theoretical itself so what do you think like what we can do to improve this to induce this you know a spark as you mentioned before to induce this spark in the children especially i think um it's uh it's you or you can do that like i i have seen your work like the team astrophysicist and there, I think I have seen a lot of uh, such uh, science communicators on Instagram handle. They are doing a lot of interesting work. Like Because these days, it's COVID days, people are more on social media. And I think social media is a great platform to, uh, for outreach and uh, stuff like this. Because uh, as I said before, when I was 
um, a school student and when I was asked what you are like what you are up to I said I want to do astronomy people were like oh, do what that actually means do that have any scope in future so I, I was it was very hard to convince them and also I had I had no peers having similar interest that was also a like a point I think I want to mention that because I had no peers or no like only a few teachers uh, who had like a little information about yeah there is a whole future on this uh, topic so I really want to emphasize that outreach and uh, this small small stuff like talking to students and talking to kids and like inform informative uh, lectures, like rather than lectures, having similar small activities or experiments or uh, fun stuff, games or anything related to uh, space or just even naming, uh, like dividing them to in groups and having them assigned in the name of planets or having them assigned in the name of constellations or any, uh, such simple uh, stuff can ignite their minds, like think, uh, make them think, what's that? Like, are there planets? There are more planets. Oh, there are stars. There are constellations. There are a lot of constellations. What does that mean? Where does all this comes come from? Just, um, I think it's a matter of um, making them ask questions. Even if they are not asking them outside, like make them think of what, why, what, how all those questions. So it's up to teachers and this, I think we all can do uh, such outreach stuff. Um, as I said before, these all small, small things can uh, get or, or give spark. I think it's not the era of Kalpana Chola, whether we get to know this news from newspaper. There are a lot of sources now around all of us. We have social media, we have uh, like TV news, Everything, everything in front of us. But, uh, this, I think the people of, like the children of the high school, even the high school children have much more knowledge about astronomy than the PhD scholars or the scientists uh, outside, like having the basic knowledge of astronomy. Like it's possible this time. So yeah, it's totally possible. And I, I have to, uh, say that I have I have some friends in Scotland or I have talked spoken to many of my girls like in my in my community whether they have told at some at least at one point in their whole journey where at by like someone or, or other that this is physics this is not supposed to be of girls this is not your field so I think it's high time to change those like such thoughts. Like I yeah. have met a supervisor, whether where she he uh, like preached a lot about uh, women in women's day on women's day, but I personally know that he is the one who like rejects applications like by checking their gender. So it's high time to uh, like tear off their masks and. Uh, uh, like having this partiality, uh, removing all this partial, like partiality. I don't know how, like I, I, I really get emotional and angry whenever I say such things. Yeah, 
indeed so i had two things there i like the very first one being as you mentioned like uh, children's about the questions right so i have this i have heard this very famous quotation and every time i go to teach someone every uh, time i go to educate someone to communicate with someone children especially so i had this quotation in my mind so the quotation starts off this way that children learn better when they start asking questions not yeah. to their teachers not to their friends not to their parents but to themselves right so this is a very famous quotation and it actually drives me through uh how to make children ask questions to themselves right. so uh and the next thing being uh like about this gender part I, I, even i have heard this a lot like you know uh, that physics is not meant for girls i mm-hmm. have heard this a lot i i don't follow it obviously uh but the reason being that i have seen in in my whole journey of i i have this experience of 1 to 2 years in field of astronomy and astrophysics too and i have seen more female enthusiasts in astronomy than male and in my team there are more female working than male so why would i quote that you know uh, males are better in physics and it's not about better even it's about the interest the curiosity that is driving yes so it was really really fun talking to you especially on this you know topic of women in space you're so inspiring like every, your story is very good I, i i never expected that someone can have that good story so like your story was amazing like how kalpana chawla it all started from a newspaper and kalpana chawla and then it all went through uh, this phd journey being a phd student and even it happens with me it was so relatable like when when i say i i want to be an astrophysicist i mean high school i just passed my high school so whenever i say to people that i want to be an astrophysicist they usually question back me so at at some moment i say them okay i don't want to be an astrophysicist i want to be a scientist so scientists although justified in <laughs> these terms yeah. now so yeah this this is relatable this was relatable this was fascinating you um, i i, I, I really... one more thing sorry i just wanted to add one more thing now when i talk to my friends back from my school like they now uh, says that yeah no, now you achieved that like i i really feel proud when when they say that like, this is what you said in a high school i really i i really feel proud when they say that so yeah and i and i when i know about your research i was not knowing that you're doing something that different like it was it was different for me like most of the people that i talk to astrophysicists i've come across many of them they say like we are studying what high energy physics plasma physics everyone is so uh, centric towards you know uh, more theorizing uh, these things and you working towards finding something different and yeah that's that's totally amazing and it was it was fun talking to you and we wish you luck from the whole team astrophysicists i am and, and we all wish you luck for your future endeavors and uh, i i i'd say that it's high time it's uh, time to empower women in space sector they have been empowered in every sector so why are we leaving space sector then and it's not about they they've proved themselves right it's not just about uh, they've proven themselves in other fields they've proven themselves in space also valentina tereshko the first woman in space Uh, as an astronaut kalpana chawla the first indian woman in space and the list goes on and on and on 
as I, I'll keep taking up the names and they'll never end. So this is high time. We need to empower the women and it's high time to record the episode also. So we'll be ending this episode by this thing. And I, I, I'd love to talk to Ansi again in the coming future. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Bye. We, even we are delighted. So this was it for the episode, guys. This is Rohit Agrawal along with Amman signing off for the day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.